Want to hear how both large and mid-sized asset managers are utilizing some of the latest tech buzzwords? From RPA, BPM, and AI, listen in to this episode of Nixa Talk and hear how asset managers are defining and making the business case for these new technologies. You're listening to Nixa Talk, a show aimed at providing building blocks for best practice implementation to executives in the global asset management industry. Nixa Talk features targeted content from Nixa's live webinar programming. More content for your on-the-go, easy listening can be found at nixa.org. I'm your Nixa Talk host, Allison Lovett. Today's episode focuses in on the application and business cases for some of today's hottest tech trends. Nixa recently hosted a panel of tech and operations executives at leading asset management firms, including Don Hunt, director at BlackRock, Chris Keller, Chief Operating Officer at Harris Associates, and Michael Woodall, Chief of Operations at Putnam Investments. DST Systems' Brandon Anderson moderated the panel. Let's talk a little bit about some of the newer technologies. You know, many of these new technologies become like buzzwords, very similar to what happened a few years ago with terms like cloud and big data. They often mean different things to different people. So for the purposes of our discussion today, Let's let our panelists define really from their perspective and in their own words the definitions of some of these new tech buzzwords that will likely come up throughout our discussion today. Chris, why don't you start us off with robotics or robotic process automation, and can you also follow up with any current or previous initiatives your firm might have with robotics? Sure, and I'll um, I'll say right up front that we are not yet using robotics. We're looking at it um, pretty uh, intensively. Um, but you know, the way I define it is as a evolution of um, kind of the, the in the old days what I would call a macro. You know, the the ability to um, cross platform, cross system. Um, replace the human interface with a more rules-based solution that can take data from a spreadsheet uh, and enter it into uh, a GUI, for example, a computer screen, uh, without having a human being to do that, or even to read a report and to um, uh, identify exceptions and to manage exceptions through through a GUI. we have a just a background. We are relatively small, and our strategy in general is to eliminate in-house customized technologies, and and which we view as legacy, and to migrate them to more strategic vendor-supported solutions. So when we look at robotics, we do have kind of a, a skeptical view to them, because our our primary strategy is really to integrate, integrate systems, integrate data across vendors. Uh, which we think is a superior way of uh, solutioning. But uh, that doesn't always work out, and sometimes there are these pain points or these spots in the uh, process where integration can't work. And we find that to be true particularly particularly with legacy vendor systems where uh, they just don't have an, an easy current way of passing data back and forth. We have a team that specializes in solutioning, uh, taking the more cutting-edge technologies. These are non-technologists. These, these are technically oriented ops resources, and they are responsible for some of our uh, 
configuration and ownership of more complex uh, technology solutions. And they are the team at our shop who is looking at robotics and will likely uh, pick a, a robotic tool and begin applying it to specific business situations where we don't think the integration uh, can be easily accomplished. Okay, thank you, Chris. So, Don, keep us going. While, while not necessarily new, BPM or business process modeling is uh, certainly something that's still used and, e and evolved. You know, what's your example, uh, what's your definition, and give us an example of how you've been able to leverage that at BlackRock. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, even the word business process modeling, this has probably been happening since people started running business. Uh, BPM is a technology, it's an industry standard, uh, visual diagramming language. So just imagine, you know, a Visio chart that it's just a flow chart. It, it's nothing more than that. Uh, it's a set of boxes which represent a process and a set of lines which represent how to go from one process to another and a set of uh, diamonds that are kind of decision points. It gets much more complex, but, but I think that's a good way to kind of visualize it. What's cool about this technology, though, is that if it were just a diagram, it would help people communicate with one another and help them understand how a business process works and how it can flow between teams. That's called a swim lane in a BPMN diagram. But what's really cool about these, this diagramming language is that you can then take that, that finished diagram and you can feed it to a computer. You can feed it to a workflow engine. Salesforce really popularized this concept where it's truly the business people that are defining the workflow and the set of steps required to accomplish a process. So one of the ways we're, we're using this is, is for our discrete processes. Uh, if you try to create a process diagram, say for the entire client onboarding process, which requires you know, a contracting step, and that has all kinds of back and forth with clients, and it has you know, a portfolio setup and a compliance and a client reporting and a billing step, each of those discrete workflows we model as BPMN or BPM. Uh, and then we layer on top of that kind of an orchestration engine to manage the overall process. And uh, kind of the, the combination of using BPM for discrete uh, workflows that are kind of within teams and layering on top of that an orchestration engine to do inter-team communication it has, has worked very well here. Okay. Thank you, Don. So, Michael, give us your definition of machine learning slash artificial intelligence. Sometimes those two terms often get lobbed together in any examples uh, of initiatives you have at Putnam. Sure, Brandon. And, and again, you know, I think, you know, a good point of delineation here is I'm not the technologist in the firm. So this is the ops layman's view uh, of some of these technologies. Let me back up a little bit and, and say that the use of emerging and advanced technologies is a continuation of the groundwork that has been built on our process improvement approach. So similarly to what Don just talked about, um, we've had a um, approach to uh, constantly improving our operation for all the years I've been here. And, and, and that has been in various stages and it has evolved as technology has evolved um, as well. I mean, I think back to, you know, the differences. When you look at, at FinTech and or often you know, viewed that way. Um, I think that I've heard at a, at a conference the key word in fintech is finance, 
and that tech has been around for a long time, actually. It goes back to when we gave everybody a pencil to do their job. Um, but it's evolved. It's, it's, it's an evolution, and that's kind of thematically how I look at all of this. These new advanced technologies are the continuation of an evolving technology. When you think about, in, in my career anyways, uh, you know, long before we had email, uh, there were handwritten memos. Before we had spreadsheets, there were, there were ledgers. And then we evolved to databases, and the databases evolved to data layers, and that allowed us to get into predictive analytics. We went from reporting groups to uh, predictive analytics to drive our business, which have evolved into algorithms, which, to your question, enable our ability to use machine learning and um, artificial intelligence, which both of those things, I think, are further along than, than uh, robotics as an example of the technologies that we just talked about. As it relates to a couple of these technologies, we are currently using machine learning in our operation to direct work. And, and I want to, you know, give credit where it's due here. Our ability to um, facilitate this business process management approach has been helped in part by our decision to partner with DST 10 years ago. And what we were able to do in terms of starting the transformation of our operation had a lot to do with AWD. And what we've partnered with DST on over time and what my own team under Karen Walsh and Andy Dennison have allowed us to really enable the opportunity to leverage things like machine learning. So at this point, we use machine learning. Those algorithms are written and it's real-time uh, processing that goes on all day long to look at the work going through our operation to determine what needs to be reviewed, who's best to review it, and that's allowed us to cut down on our approach to quality. And just from a perspective, when before we converted in, in you know, early days um, of our operation, we used to review 100% of our work. So it was one-to-one. -one. We've evolved completely to statistical analysis, predictive analytics, and using AI and, and machine learning to really whittle that down and we have saved millions and millions of dollars doing that. We also recently, along with our technology organization, and again, I think this is an important point in this conversation, as we continue to evolve our, operation, our operational capabilities, it's really important that we work with our technology partners to make sure that whatever systems or whatever solutions we're using fit inside the environment that they, um, they maintain. So recently, um, we had a, a process um, across the business and operations and technology groups um, to look at various vendor solutions, and we picked one, and we stood up uh, a robotic capability recently, and we're currently using that, uh, that technology today in our operations. We're using it to uh, the bot, the processing next day instructions, where we have transactions that may go over a couple of days, and we would have done part A of the transaction today and part B and potentially part C in future days, that script and those, that work is embedded into the bots and the bots are handling all of that work at this point. And another way that we're using bots is through um, instructions on our DCIO business that are coming out of the DTCC are now being handled by robotics. You've been listening to Nixa Talk expert panels discussing today's most compelling asset management issues. 
Nixa is a trade association in support of professionals within the global financial community. Come back often and feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed or follow us on Twitter at Nixon News. Access to the complete live programming, including CE credits, is available to Nixon members. For information on how your firm can become a Nixon member, please visit nixa.org and view our membership page. For over 50 years, Nixa has been connecting global asset management participants to discuss and develop industry best practices. Join the conversation today.